0: Welcome back to Yang Daily. I'll be your host, Alex Cheney, bringing you all the Yang news you need to live your life right. Sorry for the delay on this one. My body has not been happy recently, and it's been costing me a lot of time and sleep. There's so much stuff that we need to go over, but the new tax plan out of the House pretty much derailed all that for the moment. Hashtag Biden's America, am I right? Seriously, though, there's a lot there. It's important, and some of it is even interesting. So without further ado, let's dig in. Quick shout out to our Tier 3 patrons, Shane Mian and Nathan Stankowski, as well as all our other patrons. You keep us all informed and engaged. If any of you out there want to join these advocates of humanity first and independent journalism, head on over to patreon.com yangdaily. It would only take a couple of bucks a month from each listener to keep this podcast and community going and growing into the future. Now on to the news. We've got an update on the House Democrats' tax plan to pay for the reconciliation bill. If that language doesn't make you cringe, you've outed yourself for not listening to Scott's MMT episode. I'm on to you. Not to worry, it's now out as an article, too. If you prefer that format, no excuses, link below. Back to the bill, it's still in the planning stage, but currently they are looking at $2.9 trillion in revenue from tax increases on corporations and the rich, though details are lacking so far from what I've found. The plan would increase the top income tax rate on Americans earning over $435,000 a year from 37% to about 40% plus a new surtax on those earning over $5 million, but no details there. This in keeping with Biden's promise to not tax anyone under $400,000 annual income. The capital gains rate of investors would go from 20% to 25%. There are also efforts by some Democrats to include annual taxes on capital assets, Currently, those are only taxed when sold, which means stocks and the like can appreciate in value indefinitely without being taxed, even avoiding taxation altogether in some cases, if passed on to heirs. It's a big advantage for passive income compared to the income taxes that we all pay. 72% of capital gains go to those with annual incomes of $500,000 or greater. The plan may include stricter estate or inheritance taxes that cut down on loopholes. There would be stricter enforcement of existing tax laws, meaning more audits, hopefully on the rich, who are notoriously under-audited, supposedly due to the IRS not having the resources to do so. However, there is a lot of reporting that part of the considered reform would be IRS surveillance of all private bank accounts, able to see all transactions in and out. I have yet to see this reported by any sources that I know to be relatively credible, so take it with a grain of salt. Unfortunately, there's no bill to refer to yet, not that the professional news media ever bothered to link to actual bills anyway. They also plan to increase taxes on tobacco and nicotine by an unknown percentage, just says it would raise $100 billion. I couldn't easily find the numbers for current revenue on those, but it seems it would be a large increase. As previously discussed, the plan may apply questionable broker taxes to cryptocurrency exchanges, where the definition is vague enough to be of concern. And then we finally get to the corporate tax rate, which is interesting. Democrats are proposing a tiered system growing the rate on businesses with income over $5 million from 21% to 26.5%, but lowering the rate on businesses under $400,000 to 18%. And no change to businesses in between 400K and 5 mil. Further changes will attempt to prevent profits from being hidden in offshore tax havens, including limiting deductions for businesses with foreign headquarters. Overall, the plan amounts to rather the opposite of the Trump tax cuts, which is to say, it would substantially raise taxes on the rich and not affect the lower and middle class directly. Of course, raising corporate taxes could have some minor impact on the price of their products and services. That said, smaller businesses are getting a tax cut, so there's some balance there. The tiered corporate tax is very interesting. It draws mostly from large corporations, which tend to be less innovative more monopolistic, stable, and exploitative. Theoretically, this tax system would help new businesses get off the ground, promoting innovation and competition. The concerning bits are the vagueness of the crypto tax, the IRS surveillance, if true, and the effect on the poor of raising cigarette taxes when we don't have a UBI. But otherwise, I think this is a step in the right direction. If we're going to tax, it should be the rich, not the poor, who pay for it. That's key to economic growth, to competition and innovation, and to the American dream. A consumer economy needs consumers who can afford to consume. Competition needs new blood, and the American dream needs upward mobility. Better to have more capitalists and businesses than just richer capitalists. Also, a detail intentionally overlooked is that the $3.5 trillion price tag of the reconciliation package is over 10 years, so it's actually just $350 billion a year increase to the budget. Ditto for the taxes. All that said, Manchin, of course, immediately denounced the plan, despite it being exactly the pay-for that his feeble little deficit hawk mind has been demanding, further proving that all his protestations are BS, and he is just working for the lobbyists. As if to eliminate all doubt, he listed off all the usual myths as his excuses for voting against the bill in a CNN interview. Doesn't want to increase the federal deficit, even though he has to know it's not debt. Doesn't want to make the labor shortage worse, even though he has to know COVID and school shutdowns are the primary cause, not stimulus. Doesn't want to make inflation worse, even though he has to know there is no widespread inflation, only price increases in specific industries caused by supply chain disruptions meaning resurgence of demand from pandemic lows. This guy could not be more full of it or toxic to the country. Oh wait, yes he can! Did you know he's also arguing to completely gut the child allowance with more means testing and work and education requirements, essentially obliterating everything good about it? Cuz he's doing that. He also literally said, quote, Don't you think if you want to help the children, the people should make some effort? End quote. That's the mentality he's got. If the parents don't do what he wants, the kids should starve, with bureaucracy gumming it up from end to end. What a guy. Share your thoughts with him. I'm sure he'd love to hear from you. To end on something a bit less slimy, version 10 of Tesla's autonomous driving beta software just dropped. It's drastically improved path planning and speed on turns to the point that it's pretty much perfect at them when there's no edge case to screw it up. When pulling onto a street, it now starts rolling out when the last passing car is directly ahead, rather than after the car passes all the way past the planned turn path, making it much faster and able to fit into smaller gaps in traffic. It's improved a lot on roundabouts, now able to execute some of them perfectly, but it has also acquired a new tendency for incorrect lane changes and lane selection, as well as being slow to accelerate from stops and maybe running a red light or stoplight every once in a while, which I don't recall being there. Two steps forward, one step back. New errors are unavoidable when making changes to something this complex. They will be temporary, as has been before. Tesla has also expanded the beta. It's unclear by how much, but the host of the premier Tesla Daily podcast got in and had a wild first ride. You can see that and many other great videos in the thread below. Musk has implied a much wider release will begin with the next update 10.1 in about hashtag two weeks. So, yeah, there's no telling. But you may be seeing more self-driving vehicles on the road soon. And that'll do it for today's Eng Daily. Bookmark and share the tax thread, the FSD thread, and Scott's MMT article. Flood Congress with calls, tweets, faxes, and letters using the ResistBot or Income Movement Easy Contacts below. If you need help, consult Humanity Forward, the Income Movement Aid Database, the Mission Asset Fund, or United Way. And don't forget, to Yang Daily.